what's your opinion on the cosy lives cost of living crisis, Banksy? Lots of really good points made. And as you just heard, that was my co-host for the day, Banksy. Um, But he soon got super bored of me and has now left the room. So welcome back to Because It's Good For You with me, Chloe from Girl Meditates. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about social media and how it can affect our mental health, how it can affect our physical health and all of the in-betweens. So let's go. So I wanted to talk about this today because it kind of just reminded me every weekend I have a little bit of a social media detox so I won't go on on Saturday or Sunday Um, and I think that's because a lot of my work within Girl Meditates is on social media so that's probably how you find out about this podcast, it's how I connect with people, it's how I promote any of the classes that I have on so a lot of my week is social social media heavy and sometimes I just need to give my brain a little bit of a rest and I always joke about I would love to have started this business in the 90s and all you had to do all your marketing was was literally put in a little postcard in um, the window of a post office and people would walk past and then they would go hey I'd enjoy doing that and then they would come to the class and honestly that sounds like an absolute dream (laughs) but on the other side of the coin I wouldn't be able to connect with loads of lovely people like I think anyone that listens to this podcast in my head you're just like my best friend and um you wouldn't have known about this if it wasn't for social media so you've kind of got to take the good with the bad but honestly like 10% of my work is actually preparing for a meditation class and doing the meditation class and the rest of the 90% is being on social media, marketing, creating graphics, doing all the admin, sending emails, trying to get new um, contacts for new work, doing the accounts, definitely I am not qualified to be an accountant doing all of the annoying techie website stuff. That's the other 90%. And I just think, you know what? Can we just go back to the 90s or even pre-90s where I wouldn't have to do any of this? But it's a completely normal part of life. And it's not even part of just business life. It's our normal social life now, isn't it? To be on social media. And I do love that I find you know, small businesses through social media, you find events that are going on that you really want to go to. So it is completely part of our normal daily lives now. So it's kind of normal that we are spending so much time on it. And I think we all know that it is created and designed with something called persuasive design. So it keeps you on there longer. That's why the little Um, your notification is a red colour because it sends an alert to the brain to say hey you need to look at this right now it's the reason that they have push notifications where they want to tell you every single second of the day that you have a notification on this app or this app it's the reason that when you pull down to refresh your feed that 
sends a signal to the part of the brain where it's like, oh, you might have missed something. Don't you want to know the next thing that's coming up? So it is highly addictive and it's kind of no wonder that we're always on our phones. But I kind of notice, you know, you're just not even thinking about being on your phone and then the next minute you're on your phone and you haven't even thought about clicking on the app. So it's like a subconscious thing. And that kind of scares me. That makes me think Mark Zuckerberg is in my brain, controlling my thoughts. <laughs> and I don't want to speak badly of him because the last time I did that, I'm not joking, I got hacked on Facebook um, by someone in China who was, and they really were in China, um, who was selling clothes. And they hacked my ad account and were trying to spend six grand um to create ads on Facebook and I was like good luck with that let me know if you find the six grand because I would also like a cut of that (laughs) so this is in no way talking badly of Mark Zuckerberg you are our Lord and Jesus Saviour Christ um you are king of the world do not hack me do not close down my business Facebook thank you and good night so it's when we kind of get into that mindless scroll and that subconscious it's almost like we've created a habit in the brain you know when you drive to work every day or you drive to a familiar place and you don't even have to think about it that kind of blows my mind that your body and brain know exactly where you're going but you're not consciously thinking like oh I need to turn here that's what I feel like is happening when you just pick up your phone and then you start doing that cycle of checking that app you check that app then you go to the next app then you go to the next app and it just kind of makes me feel like ooh, I have not got control over this so in what's amazing obviously in meditation you learn to bring your focus back again and again and again when the mind has wandered so I just use that skill when I can feel myself getting into that cycle of just mindlessly scrolling. So I'll actually become aware of, oh, am I actually on my phone because I need to get information, I need to find something out, or am I just mindlessly scrolling through the day, wasting time because it's become a habit? So when I say, oh, this is how you can use meditation in everyday life. That's exactly what I mean. This is something that we probably do loads throughout the day. You don't even realise you're doing it, but then you can catch yourself doing it because you've learnt that habit, well, I have anyway, through meditation. Um, And anyone can learn the habit. So I know if I've been on looking at a screen for too long, my brain just feels like icky, you know, a bit like car sicky, when you've been on your phone for so long, like your thumb actually feels warm, and my brain will just feel really fuzzy, really brain foggy, almost as if it's had too much information in a short amount of time. And a big one for me is when I find myself starting to see other people's content And then something in my brain will be like, oh my gosh, their life is amazing. And that'll instantly make me think, I'm not doing enough with my life. They've got loads of friends. They look like like they're having an amazing time all the time. Look what they're doing with their business. They're so much more successful. And when I know it's getting to that point, 
I'm like, nah, we're, we're not doing this. This is my signal to say, let's pull it back. Let's take a pause. Let's remember that that is a tiny snapshot of their day and you are now comparing your whole life to literally a second of their day. And I've said this before, we know that people put the things that they want to put on social media. Not a lot of people are putting their completely lowest moments or even just the mundane moments of their day because it's not Instagrammable. It's not super cool. But the majority of everyone's day is made up of the mundane. It's getting up, going to work, having a shower, making your breakfast, looking after the kids, making their lunches, walking to school, walking to work, (laughs) sending emails. It's completely filled with the mundane and that's absolutely okay. The mundane can be made magical. We don't always have to feel that we have to strive for perfection or completely always be hustling for the next thing like the present moment is perfectly magical that's another thing we learn in meditation is to press pause and to enjoy the present moment because we're so often living in the future you know when I get this promotion or when I do this when I go to this place when my house looks a certain way, then I'll be happy. But really, we're just always living in a moment that doesn't even exist yet. And we aren't cherishing the present moment. So another thing that I felt was affecting my sleep is having your phone in the bedroom. And I just do not have my phone in the bedroom next to my head at night. Because I just think your brain always then feels on alert because it's like, oh, and oh my gosh, I always have my phone on silent and people get really annoyed at me because they're like, Chloe, I called you and you didn't pick up. And I'm like, you know what? There was a time where we didn't have mobile phones, okay? (laughs) If it's an emergency, I feel like the universe will send a signal for me to look at my phone to then, you know, know that you're calling or I'll call you back. Like I'll get in touch don't you worry but I feel that you if you have that um notification popping off all the time it's no wonder that your brain feels on fire and that you always feel in fight or flight because you're always listening out for the next alert like I was in a charity shop recently and someone had the BBC um breaking news alert on their phone and it put me into alert because I was like oh my gosh what what's happened and I'm like no, you know what? I don't need to know what's constantly happening in other people's lives around the world at all times. Like, I'll find out later. Like, is it happening in my physical space right now? Like, am I in danger? No, no, I'm not. So I don't need to hear the alert on someone else's phone. Because honestly, it literally sent a, a, a signal to my brain to be like, be on alert, something bad's happened. And when that happens over and over and over again, It's no wonder we all feel anxious, overwhelmed by life because we're constantly being reminded of all of the awful things that are happening right now. So sleep is sacred to me and I don't want to hear alerts popping off 
that aren't emergency, you know, someone needs to get in contact with you right now. Usually it's someone's tagged you in a post or someone sent you something. You don't need to know in that exact moment that information. So I don't sleep with my phone in the bedroom. I mean, I have the privilege of having someone who wakes up earlier than me in the house. So I know I'll be able to wake up. And if I did have something that I needed to wake up for, then I probably would have my phone, but it's always on silent for the alarm to make sure that I wake up early in the morning if I was, um, had to be somewhere early. But also not having my phone in the bedroom means that when I wake up, I do not scroll on my phone. And I think that is such a game changer because when you wake up, Your brain is in its most influential state of the day and any information that's going in at that time is going to influence your brain. So if you wake up, you grab your phone and you're scrolling and the world's problems are flooding in, there's awful things happening in the world, you're on social media straight away, you're seeing everyone's highlight reel, you are going to feel really awful. And that just puts you on the back foot straight away before you've even got out of bed. You're going to feel heavy in the shoulder because you've got the world's problems on your shoulders now. It's going to make you think that, oh, I'm waking up and everyone else's life is so much better than mine. But when you wake up without that, you wake up with gratitude thinking, ah, I woke up today. Some people didn't get that privilege. Or... Ah, I woke up and spring is really trying to spring at the moment and the sun is shining earlier in the day and it feels fresh and you get to get up in the light. We have moved out of the depths of winter and life is like feeling springy again. The daffodils are out, the little snowdrops are popping through and you just get to feel good before the world has flooded in. Give yourself that 20 minutes just for yourself not for anyone else and just have that present moment before scrolling on your phone and I always find if I don't scroll in the morning then it's it's like less of a um, temptation throughout the day then whereas I feel if you do it really early in the morning then you're in that cycle then of oh check my phone go back to check my phone and that's all it is it's just a habit so if we nip it in the bud in the morning I feel like we're less likely to do it then throughout the day and again I always find that if I've got maybe not even a difficult decision to make as in I'm creating a post to promote something or and I'm, I'm trying to find the words for it I'm trying to find like how it would read well if I kind of can't make that decision straight away I find myself like going to my phone to just like scroll and I'm obviously trying to run away from the problem and just allow my brain to think about something else for a while but I don't think it's healthy it's like a procrastination thing where I'm like oh I can't deal with this right now I'll just go to my phone whereas really you should just step away from the computer go for a walk make yourself a cup of tea and then come back to it. But you know yourself. You get on your phone and 20 minutes flies by. And then you think, oh my gosh, I was just scrolling for 20 minutes. 
And really, have I learned anything? Was it good for my brain? So it's another thing that I just think it's an easy thing to pick up. It feels comfortable for us. Even if, you know, you go out with someone and then they go to the toilet and your brain is like, oh, you don't want to look like you're alone. So you jump on your phone straight away and just start scrolling. And I'm really mindful of that. If that ever happens to me, I think, no, I'm just going to just take in the vibe. Have a look what's going on. Do some sneaky little people watching. Like, remember when that was an actual hobby, like before social media? Like, oh, being in an airport and just watching other people's lives play out. (laughs) The drama, the excitement of it all. And you just like, take in the vibe. Notice what's going on around you. Be in the present moment. And the more that you do that, your brain will remember and it'll think, oh, I don't need to kill my phone right now. Like, I can give my eyes a rest. I can give my thumbs a rest. And it really does settle the body, settle the mind. So if you've been kind of noticing that you have been feeling maybe anxious, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed lately, and you can kind of see that your social media use is probably quite high, um, even, I mean, I have that thing on your phone where it, it tells you how long you've been on social media and once I've been on for an hour a day, it'll, it'll cut it off. Um, and you can override that, which sometimes I have to do if I have to post something or have to reply to someone. Um, but if you can feel that it's affecting your mental well-being, then the next time that happens, I just want you to do this really easy exercise of just coming back to yourself and literally taking one deep breath and just allowing yourself that pause so you can move out of that spiral and the pause is long enough for you to make that logical decision to be like am I on my phone for a purpose or am I on it to distract myself from something else am I procrastinating Do I need to be on my phone? Can I grant myself this moment, this present moment to allow myself to make the decision to come off my phone? Like when I've been on long enough, I will literally say to myself, Chloe, get off of your phone. And then I'll put the phone down. Sometimes you just need that little snap to snap out of it. So just thinking, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to breathe out. I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to put my phone down. And that's all it takes to get out of that cycle of checking every single app and then rechecking again because you've already been on your phone for 20 minutes. So your brain thinks, hey, there's new information to soak on in. Check your phone again. And always remembering that social media isn't real. It's not the full, whole experience of that person's life. It's a tiny little snapshot of their day. And it's really easy to compare yourself to something that looks so polished and glamorous all the time, when maybe you're just sat at home in your comfies, 
with your hair in a messy bun. <laughs> so grant yourself that present moment to make that logical decision that everyone else's life is just as a mess as yours. <laughs> so let's settle into our mindful moment. Maybe you can use it here. Maybe you feel like you've been scrolling all morning or all day and you want to take a moment. Maybe you're at work on your break. Maybe you're at home. Maybe you're driving in the car. If you are, please do not close down the eyes, but you can still join in. So we're just going to take a moment here and if it's completely safe for you to do so, either closing down the eyes or casting your gaze to a spot in front of you on the floor or on the ceiling if you're lying down. We're just taking this pause as we take three very gentle deep breaths, so breathing in through the nose at your own pace. And releasing. Breathing in and you may feel the pull of the mind to other things, wanting to be more productive. Breathing out, releasing that need to always be on the go. Breathing in, imagining the air coming into the body and just flushing those thoughts and that tension out of the body on your exhale. And taking a moment here to notice how the mind and body feel when you take a pause. And allow yourself a break from the day. Had a reset. And ready to rejoin your day. Beginning to gently open the eyes again. If they were closed. Coming back to your day. So thank you so much for listening in today. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way, I would love for you to share on social media. Still, still only got those six followers, I think. <laughs> six listeners. So thanks for listening in. <laughs> anyway, have an amazing day. Be well. And I'll catch you next week, honeys. <laughs>